2: to be with you on this very special day for Come Together San Diego. As you know, the fourth Saturday of every month is when we broadcast Align with Zion, alignwithzion.com, and I have a very special co-host on this hour. Her name is Anarina Hyman. And how you doing, Anarina
3: Hi, Cass. Doing well. Doing yes, well. yes, yes.
2: My listening friend, here's what we do, just so that you know, on uh, the fourth Saturdays of the month on the Align with Zion hour, of course, you know, our broadcast for Come Together San Diego goes two hours, but the first hour we devote to all things Hebrew. In other words, uh, Ana Arena is a, uh, she's a Hebrew, she is an Orthodox Jew, she is a remarkable bible teacher and i would say isn't that right honorina but you're obligated to say oh who me but anyway yeah i don't know guys but we (laughs) tried. i I need to tell you my friend she's got the goods so what we decided to do when i understood that she loved the city of david and the tabernacle of david like i do and uh, mount zion and the original jerusalem i said we need to get together so that what is what uh, we elected to do and the God of all creation has been blessing it ever since. So what we do is we devote our time. I, as a, um, a Christian Bible teacher in San Diego, California, and she, as an Orthodox Jew in Jerusalem, uh, we uh, tackle what I would call the Old Testament. She tackles what she calls the Tanakh. It's the same thing. And we get into s- certain themes and certain topics, and we just let the uh, Holy Spirit do The thing, and all of a sudden, revelation happens, doesn't it, on Arena?
3: That's it. (laughs) I just want to say that you're slipping out there. The Tanakh thing, it it has to be the ch at the end.
2: Okay, I I, I let it slip a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we talk about (laughs) the Old Testament or the Tanakh. (laughs)
3: go, well done. I want to also say, I I don't know if the listeners know this, Kat, but where does the word Hebrew actually come from? Um, in, In Hebrew it's actually ivri, an Ivri comes from, Abram was the first one that was called an Ivri, a, a Hebrew, and it means the one that crossed over, because he crossed over from, uh, from idolatry to monotheism, and yes. he was also the one that crossed the river. Yes. So the one that crossed over, that's, um, that's what actually the word Hebrew actually comes from. Oh, that's Ibris. great. Great to
2: know that. You know, I was excited because we've been talking before we did did this broadcast about the topic that we're going to be talking about on this show. And you said early on, you said this is going to be an appropriate, uh, remarkable topic because we are in the thick of, you know, certain times uh, in biblical times, in calendar times and uh, festival times. This is one of the most remarkable times in the Hebrew biblical calendar. And so we're going to spend some time talking about that from the Old Testament perspective or the, excuse me, the Tanakh perspective. <laughs> and uh, basically, this is a time right now when we're entering into the season of the springtime. God has orchestrated this. So there are some wonderful uh, festivals tied to this. And uh, in, in, from the, the Christian perspective, we think about resurrection, we think about new life, we think about springtime, and the Hebrews think very similarly as well, and the Jews, and I'm going to have Anarina give us kind of an overview of this, but before we do, Anarina, you know, I thought it would be fun, let me just share a scripture, and you can jump on in, and then we can launch out, is that okay? Go for it, Kaz. And Jen, I always use, when I start talking about the feasts and the festivals and the months, uh, I use a scripture in Genesis 1:14. it talks about that God uh, said, let there be lights in the firmament. Uh, of heaven, and t- he divides the uh, day from the night. And he said, Let them be for, listen to this, my friends, for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. In other words, God has given us the lights in the firmament of heaven, not only to divide the day from night, but also as signs or signposts. <laughs> Uh, to instruct us about God's character as it relates to the seasons, the days, the years. And this really kind of opens up the door for God to communicate with us more than just the written word. You just look up on this in the sky and he communicates that way as well. So we're going to get into some of these messages that this year, this month, uh, this season holds. And I'm going to hand the baton over to my friend, Anarina Hyman.
3: Thank you, Cass. And I, you know, Psalm 19 is really one of my favorite psalms. And the fact that we can see that it is biblical to understand that God uses the heavenly bodies to to rule over the earth. Um, And this is sometimes a very, very difficult and murky line to understand. Um, And in Judaism, it's very clear that these things have a certain... um, um, uh, rain and, and 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 dynamic on what happens um, on the earth, and that gets us to um, understanding that 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 every month also has it is connected to a certain um, a sign, a star sign. We call it a, a mazal. The, the one thing that we do have to understand is God has placed those things there just to to be tools by which He governs. So we do not bow down to these things, we do not worship these things, but we do need to understand how they work. Yes. Because God placed them there so that we can really, again, align ourselves better um, into understanding how to, to act also and to, to walk out our uh, lives here on earth.
2: Yes, may I interject um, so here? I want to one thing let me interject here on arena and that is it, what she said is very important is we're not embracing uh astrology for example i mean when you look at the Absolutely. sun the moon and the stars there are people that who have uh uh taken the the truths that god has embedded in the stars and they've made their own personal uh you know uh religion around this and they've uh, they've you know become what do you want to say kind of uh, green the green peace mentality or the hug a tree mentality or look at the signs and what's your sign? Oh, my sign is we're not going there at all. But God has put these uh, signs and emblems in the sky.
3: for us, um, the, the star signs are connected to, to the tribes and everything. Um, astrology in somehow is, is, uh, is, is a science to understand things. But I want to say this, um, to, to really use a crude example. It is as if you have a tap and the water comes out and the people start worshipping the tap. And they don't understand Where the source is The yes. source is God He's the one that That only uses these things But that doesn't mean That we should not understand What's happening and he, But we're definitely Not going to go um, Into Into um, Any uh, Like you say Astrology Or something like that But these things are there So I want to um, See you And raise you On Psalm 19 <laughs> And also Read to the uh, listeners Psalm 104 Verse 19 And it says He made the moon for festivals Ah. So this is very important. We look at the moon. Uh, we, we understand that when the moon is in a certain phase, that's when when God says this festival will now commence or you will count from this, um, the new the new month um, on the new moon. All these things are very, very important. So uh, also God says until the moon and the stars and the sun, if they're in, in the air and you can see them, it means that my covenant with the people of Israel stands. My covenant with the house of David stands. And uh, So for us, you can just look up and you can know that that God rules His world and His covenant stands with the Jewish people. Oh, I love so it! To I'm understand really. that, <laughs> then we then we can go into understanding how this rolls out for us. I just spoke about um, Pesach, the time, the springtime. We also read the Song of Songs in this time, uh, where uh, Solomon writes about. You can hear the voice of the turtle dove. Yes, uh, spring is coming. This is also the, the the whole book that we read um, on Pesach night, the <laughs> night when God um, guarded Himself over the Jewish people.
2: You know, Honorina. So, we know? I got every once in a while I have to stick my toe in the water and, and know that it's probably going to get chopped <laughs> off. With with Honorina, uh, <laughs> who doesn't she doesn't take breaths when she talks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I need to just jump on in here. We've got about a minute left in this segment on Arena, and I wanted to just set the stage for what we're going to talk about from uh, this point forward for the remainder of this first hour. And uh, uh, we talked about this being a pivotal month. It's actually, uh, it, we, we call it the month of Nisan, N-I-S-S-A-N. N-I-S-S-S-A-N. That's what, I, and, and what I, I call it as a Bible teacher. She may have some other uh, Hebrew way to translate it, but uh, that's what I look at it as. It's the first month of the year, but within this month are embedded some wonderful feasts and festival truths, and so what we're going to do is we're going to dig into those. Um, I'm going to take her lead on this, but uh, these deal with a a feast and festival called the Passover, and so what we're going to do in the next segments, we're going to dig into what the Passover means from a Hebrew uh, uh, Jewish, uh, Orthodox Jewish perspective, and we're going to glean some wonderful stuff. So uh, well, I've got about uh, 60 seconds left in this segment. I'm going to give that to you. But you've only got 60 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to time her and see how she does. And then <laughs> we're going to go to the next it. segment. So you've got 60 seconds on Arena Hyman to tell no, us can, more. No,
3: it's already 45 seconds. So <laughs> no. how do we know it's best out here on our side when you walk into any supermarket? The first thing that greets you um, is basically the cleaning products. Because we're going into, we are well knee deep to our elbows up in in spring cleaning, and that gives me the place where we're gonna pass over into some and uh, into a break right now. And when we get back, we'll get into the serious ha, stuff. Ha,
2: ha. Uh, well, thank you, my my friend, uh, my <laughs> listening friends. Anarina spoke of a scripture in the Song of Solomon. It's actually in chapter two. It talks about, uh, "For the winter is over and the." Um, springtime has coming as a time of flowers that, that, that appear. And it's the time of the singing of birds and so forth that happens. And God has this season is a season of brand newness. And we're going to probably use that as a launch launching pad or springboard as we talk about the Passover season and what this means to you and what it can mean through you. When Anarina hymen and Kaz come right back.
1: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM
2: 1210. K-Praise. And we are back with the very special uh, fourth Saturday of the month broadcast called Align with Zion, with alignwithzion.com, and my dear and growing friend, An- Anarina Hyman. And uh, Anarina, it's good to, to have you with me. And uh, we, we, we kind of opened, opened things up. Now we're going to uh, pay them off a little bit here. We, we, we started talking about the value of how God sets his truths in the sun, the moon, the stars, and, and other things as well. And so I'd like to switch gears a little bit and talk about not only the biblical festivals and feasts that you've been steeped in as a Hebrew or as as a Orthodox Jew, and, uh, and we uh, Christians can glean from that. I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about this uh, particular one that uh, at, the, at this broadcast will have just uh, concluded as the uh, festival or feast of Passover. And uh, you will have just celebrated this as well. Give us the Hebrew... Jewish perspective on that from a biblical standpoint on Arena um,
3: yes, Okay, so in one sentence, and we'll get back to this, we have quite a few festivals, but we have three main festivals, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. Pesach is uh, the, the redemption, the um, um, exile of Egypt. And then we have Shavuot, which is very much... Uh, uh, connected to uh, Boaz in, and the uh, root story but also the giving of the Torah and then we have Sukkot um, that that has to do with, with the gathering of, of the whole harvest at the end. So Pesach starts the spring season so we had the whole winter by which um, and we saw it so amazingly this year where uh, the, the the ground got saturated with the winter rains. It yes. was sort of a hybrid notion, getting ready for what needs to be done and then we get ready for uh, the the spring months and and uh, what's happening next
2: let me intercede so, right here yes. because my listening friend she mm-hmm. the, what you call help me with the pronunciation uh pesach Pesach. pesach. pesach and we would call passover. it we would call it passover season uh, my exactly. bible reading friends you would probably recognize the phraseology of Passover. So go ahead, Honorine. I I have to be your interpreter. I apologize.
3: There we go. So Pesach, which means Passover, also means that the mouth is open. Why is that important? Because on Pesach, on the night... Uh, if you read in the Bible, it says, on that night, God himself, the guardian, and um, seeing the of um, the, the legions of Israel moving out of Egypt. It is a tremendous time for the Jewish people. It is so uh, big, Kaz, uh, that up till then, uh, Rosh Hashanah, or the beginning of the year, was on Tishrei. But the world celebrated and the world moved according to the new year, according to Tishrei, that we still do. But because this was such an event, God sent the Jewish people for you, this will be the first of the month. Uh, and from there we count uh, in, in the Bible, and we will see also when the prophets speak which month, if they, they speak about the first or the second or the third, we count from his son. So God took his people out of Egypt. What happens during Pesach? Mitzrayim, Egypt, the word Egypt in, in Hebrew is Mitzrayim. Tsar is a thing that limits you, that, 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 that uh, oppresses you. So Mitzrayim is the place of oppression. Uh, literally the name Egypt, and God says, I took you out of Egypt, out of this place of of the things to, that limit you in order for me to be able to be a God unto you. If you are so steeped into oppression, you cannot lift your head and actually know who I am. And I cannot guide you. That's why I have to extract you out of the nation, to make you a nation, to be the nation to which I will do my wonders. So that's what um, Egypt actually means. And God stood guard by himself, seeing the legions of, of Israel moving out that day. So I said that Pesach also means that the mouth is open. We we have to. It's a It's a... A commandment that we have to speak about this story every single year. And we spoke about this already, Kaz, that a cycle, uh, when we look at the Hebrew calendar, is not a cycle, it's an upward spiral. So every year we hit the same spot, but every year when you look back, you're a little bit higher uh, from where you were. And for us, it's a personal exile out of the limitations. So let's ask awesome the listeners themselves also what, what are the limitations that bring you down so much? That you can't lift your head to worship God, to 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 see the goodness of what who God actually is. Yes, this is the time in which you have to align yourself. This is the um it's a auspicious time in which you can get yourself out of those limitations, shake off those limitations. God obviously intervening to help you to get out of those limitations. Um so that you can um, acknowledge and serve him as um, as 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 free men and not as slaves to the system. So, so you would say
2: You would say that this, first of all, the month of Nisan, the first month in in the Hebrew calendar, and it's a time of springtime. And if you you look at nature and you see what happens, you you talk about lifting up your heads and opening your mouth and things like that and be joyous in this beginning of months. Uh, nature actually is joyous in the beginning of this month as well, Exactly. Isn't it?
3: The, the, the new plants are breaking through <laughs> the ground, um, and, and you're starting a new life. So that's exactly, and you can see it in nature as well. We will also speak about that all these festivals go according to the agricultural cycles. Um, nature itself, we are moving within nature, within all of God's creation, um, within these cycles. So let's get back to what we do on that night. On that night, we do the Pesach Seder, Peder means order. So there's a certain order, and we have to do that exactly. Every household has to do specific things in a specific order. And to explain to the listeners this, um, I always say that you can, you can take the example of a radio. Uh, you Basically, you take the whole radio apart to try and fix what's going on, and then you're going to have to put those parts together again. <laughs> so on Pesach... God has worked with you over the wintery season. He has worked with you through your life and and, and you've, You've come to know certain segments in your life, but now we have to put all those things together to make this radio work again. And that's what's happening on Pesach. We're putting everything in order. We're aligning things and we're putting them in order. Now you have a radio, but when you switch it on, you get white noise. You get the... (laughs) (laughs) Like you when you say (laughs)
2: Tanakh. Tanakh.
3: That's what you get when you switch on the radio. So between Pesach and Shavuot with the... Receiving of the Torah, Israel had to go through 49 levels. They were stood so low that God said, If I do not take you out of Egypt right now, I'm going to lose you. Hmm. So he had to take them out of this nation. And then for 49 days, we are uh, doing the counting of the honor. The honor is the barley that they had to count a certain amount every day in the temple. So let me get this right these,
2: these, these are sheaves of barley. That you count Correct. to keep track of the transition from one festival to another.
3: Gold star, yes, gold star, exactly. Um, so, so these, this counting of the honor is actually connected to a much deeper spiritual um um dynamic. And Anorina, you have two
2: it, you have two minutes to explain this dynamic before I, the segment. I'm, gonna, over. Do I'm <laughs> gonna do it in one minute. I'm gonna do it in
3: one minute, Kara. So Kaz, basically what we do is we count the Omer and that is connected to a spiritual a spiritual dynamic and that is loving kindness and strength and splendor and uh, eternity and foundation and kingship. We have we have basically seven traits that we couple with each other and that's how we calibrate so that's when you fine-tune the radio to actually uh, to be able to, to get the signal. So we have Pesach putting all the elements together, and then we have 49 days, seven times seven, seven weeks, in which we then calibrate ourselves to get to the point of the receiving of the Torah that you are a straight arrow that wow. God can shoot. <laughs> wow, I, I, I love
2: it. I love it. You know, my listening friend, here's the deal. When you start understanding God's, God's a, basically, He's a, when one, one facet, He's a school teacher. And he knows that he has to be redundant for us to get it. And this is the same with the the Gentile as it is with the Jew. There has to be repetition. A good teacher knows how to repeat things in such a way so that the message sticks. And uh, God, as the most fantastic teacher, has given us the signs in the heavens. But he's also given us the months. And he's also given us the festivals. We're talking about what we would call, uh, in the uh, Gentile perspective, the Passover uh, uh, as a, as a feast and festival, and within embedded within these things are God's truths that He uses to teach us. But He just doesn't teach it one time around. Every year He's teaching us the same thing, so that we can get it. And so my listening friend Anarina and I, we've just launched out and we talked a little bit about Passover and the the first month of the Hebrew year, Nisan. We're going to dive into more deeply the God's strategy of teaching us about his character and look at some of the other feasts and festivals in the Bible and the, the whole pattern that he has built there for us to comprehend his character, his personality, and to really draw us closer to him. So Honorina and I are going to talk about that in greater detail in the segment's upcoming. So Honorina and Kaz will be right back.
3: This is Judy Ross, co-pastor of Cloud9 Worship Center. San Diego, I am declaring over you, you are the southwest gate of this nation. And through you will pour abundance and greatness and the glory of God. That's what you were created for.
1: Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise.
2: And indeed, we are back again in the third of four segments on this special broadcast called Align with Zion, the first hour of Come Together San Diego on the fourth Saturday of the month. On Arena, we opened the door here. We started talking about what we would call the Passover this celebration, but I wanted to broaden broaden the tent pegs here and talk about all the feasts and festivals and uh, and how this ties in. If you want to really understand the character, personality of God, but also what's uh, on the verge of happening in the future, if you get an understanding of the feasts and festivals, you will uh, have forewarning about what God plans to do. I'm going to hand the baton over to you, Anarina, as you talk about God's strategy in teaching us through his feasts and festivals on Arena
3: Thank you, Kath. And I I just want to read one of our favorite Psalms and I know this is for Jews and Christians alike is Psalm twenty three. Uh, we know it so well, but there is a little bit of a slip up when it comes to most translations. We read that, David says, that you guide me into the paths of righteousness. But I'm going to re- read you what, what the Hebrew says. It says, mm-hmm. You are guiding me in, not into the path of righteousness. It says ma'agley. Ma'agley is a cycle. It's a circle. So David actually says here that God is guiding him and navigating him through the circles and cycles of righteousness for the sake of his name so here we can see again cycles coming in um and if we can take the lead from king david then we can um, go into much more as he understood also these cycles so well so Just to help our uh, our listeners again, we have two major festivals that it's written in the Torah, in the five books of Moses that God said to the Jewish people, you will keep. It's an eternal um, uh, decree. And those are Pesach, uh, Shavuot, and of course, these festivals fall uh, in the agricultural cycles themselves. Yeah, let me Can just let
2: have... me just, let me let me do a little bit of uh, honorina translation. And and the first one you said is Pesach. Did I come close? That we we would call that uh, for, in, in our vernacular, uh, my uh, Christian friends, we'd call that Passover. And the second feast or festival is fifty days later, and we would call that Pentecost. And the following feast is at the uh, near, the, further to the end of the, the the Hebrew year, and and that is called uh, we we would call that the Feast of Tabernacles. So I, I'm sorry, I just had to do, be the interpreter for you.
3: That's fine. <laughs> so we call it Pesach, which is also Passover. Shavuot for us is the giving of the Torah. Uh, on Mount Sinai, and then we have the uh, Sukkot or the the Feast of Tabernacles that we are doing. Very good. Um, a cast, but 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 interestingly enough. Uh, it's it gets quite complicated again as the jewish <laughs> people have four new years we have four we have rosh Hashanah. i'm sure that our listeners uh, have heard this before uh, that's the, the month of tishrei that is when we have uh, the, the beginning of the year and then the 10 days of all. then we have yom kippur which everybody has heard um, because everybody's fasting and yes. i'm sure that that's, that's a day we call it. day we call, day, we call it
2: we call it day of atonement
3: The Day of Atonement And then we go After that Into Sukkot This is very interesting Cass Because on these days On this new year That's the day When God judges the world And everybody gets judged On that day We know that Ultimately Everybody will stand Personally before God At the end of your life Where you will have To give account for, For your whole life But But on Rosh Hashanah You are also Standing before God And if you know this You would sort of um, treat that day a little bit differently. So for the Jewish people, on that day, we stand before God, and we know in these ten days there is a certain negotiation that can take place because God determines your year. He's sitting there and he's determining your calendar and what's going to happen in your life. So, so obviously, if you know that your boss is now going to uh, put into his schedule what he wants to plan for you for this year to accomplish in business, you're going to go to him and say, "Boss, I think I have." Um, I just want to see what has what been done, what do you think, how I can improve myself. I think this is how I can improve myself, and this is what I think can be done in this year. You can be partner with God in planning this. Uh, and this happens on Rosh Hashanah.
2: Okay, but so so school, you, you you've uh-huh. skipped, back, you've skipped from the, the first month of the Hebrew year, Nisan, and, and you've gone past uh, Pentecost or Pentecost, and now now you're in. You're speaking about the seventh month of the Hebrew year. Are you not? Isn't that the Feast of Tabernacles? I'm talking
3: about the the, the new year that we celebrate. The new year on is, the seventh, uh, on, in, the, in
2: the, the Hebrew seventh month.
3: Correct. Okay. So there are four months, there are four uh, New Year's, and I just want to quickly explain why we have these New Year's, and then we will get back to the festivals and <laughs> to the agricultural cycles as well. So I'm spreading it out and I'm just breaking it down into the elements that we said that need to be put together again. So, so that's, that's Tishrei. Tishrei is for the world. Tishrei is where everybody gets judged and where everybody gets sealed on Yom Kippur for the year ahead. And it will just help um, every person to know that, oh, this is coming up. I need to know about this because I can make a difference um, with that. So that's the first one. Then we have the first of Nisan, um, and that is the, the new year of kings, the rule of kings, and spe- specifically the Jewish king. His rule and his reigns counting from the first of Nisan. Uh, then we have the month of Elul where the, the 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 animals are judged, and then we have, you know, about this one as well, to be Shvat. that is the new year for trees, even trees within the Jewish calendar have their own new year, uh, where they are judged, where God decides what's going to happen with them. So the whole nature of creation has a time where they appear before God, um, and his throne and where he decides these things. So those are the four Jewish New Year's. Now, let's get back to the cycles. <laughs> um, all, the, all, all these festivals and the main festivals that we spoke about um, run according to the, the agricultural cycles. And through that, we can actually see, um, it helps us to see how the, the year progresses. Kaz, um, now, there are three... Calendars in the world, we cannot understand how the festivals work if we don't understand how the calendars work. Um, The Christian calendar, uh, Christmas and Easter, all these things are being determined by the sun. Uh, The the Muslims or Islam is actually following the uh, calendar that it follows, the moon. And the Jewish cycles and the Hebrew calendar is actually, uh, these festivals fall on both. The new month according to the new moon but now agriculture plays itself um, according to the sun the cycle of the sun and that's why we have to reconcile this by adding every three years we add a whole new month so we count by the moon but we also live by the sun and that's how these things come together when we determine the festivals so place is in the beginning of the springtime 49 days after that, 50 days after that, we have Shavuot. And at the end of the festivals, at the end of, the, of, of, of uh, spring and summer, is the in-gathering. And that's basically when you then um, see what you have achieved. And that's when God kicks you into a tabernacle or a booth. And He says, when you feel so great... In that week, when you count everything that you've achieved, I want you to move into a very flimsy sukkah Mm. with a bye-bye command you can't have it, um, a roof over your head or a very flimsy roof. There, but you know, nothing comes from yourself. Everything comes from God giving you the ability to achieve these things within these cycles.
2: Wow. And I get and God. God knows. God know. Are- God knows us, doesn't He? He He knows that we can get all built up and go, "How great I am! Look! Look what I've accomplished in this year, in this period of time." So in the in the, in the uh, seventh month, which. We we would call the Feast of Tabernacles month the 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 building of that tabernacle out outside of the comforts that you have in your home makes you realize you know I I'm I'm dependent on God basically and I I need to change my way of thinking to be God sensitive rather than how great I am and and I think that's what you're saying is it not?
3: Exactly, the same with Shabbat, when we feel like we cannot let go, if I let go of this whole thing, the, the, the whole house of cards is going to implode. if I don't work seven days a week. And that's where God comes and He says, no, you will rest, because when you rest, you know that everything is still determined by the way that I move things forward, and I'm the one that, that provides for you. So every time, Sukkot, Shabbat, uh, these are all uh, um, fail safes for us not to... Um, to forget that God runs His world. And He runs it through the festivals, through the times, and through the cycles.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, we're running out of time in this segment. We've got maybe 30 or 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. What I really would like to have you speak on in the last segment is how prophecy uh, uh, prophecy, is attached to the things that we learn in the different festivals and feast times and the different calendar months in uh, the Hebrew biblical bible because we've talked about you know the harvests and things like that the literal things but there are prophetic uh, words attached to these things as well and would you in the next segment spend some time talking about the uh, uh what we say prophetical applications tied to these things that will help us empower us for not only today but also into the future would you mind spending some time on that in the last segment
3: very important, absolutely.
2: Very good. Well, I guess we've set the stage for the last segment of this uh, Come Together San Diego special, Align with Zion, uh, every fourth Saturday of the month. So we're going to spend some time in the last segment telling you all about not only the feasts and festivals, but how all this relates to you from a prophetical standpoint and how God has communicated this to you. And all we need to do is dig into it and comprehend. So on Arena Hyman and Kaz Taylor will be... Right back.
1: More come together, San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM one hundred six point one and AM twelve ten. K praise. Now more of come together, San Diego on K praise. Here's Kaz Taylor.
2: Well, can you believe this? The last segment of this first hour of a line with Zion. A with Zion. And Honorina Hyman. You know, I'm in San Diego, California. She's in Jerusalem in Israel, uh, near the place called Mount Zion, near that place called Jerusalem. Uh, And she's got some wonderful insights because her the whole area that she lives in is uh, one prophecy after the other being fulfilled. We've been talking a little bit about the feasts and festivals and God's months and time frames, And, you know, we can see them on the surface and what they mean. But on arena, I wanted you to spend some time in this last uh, segment of the first hour talking a little bit about the prophetic value of these things. You know, you can, you can see uh, the different harvests, the, the, the barley, the wheat and, and the, 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 the grapes and and the olives and things like that, all these different harvest times. But God has embedded within those things supernatural truths and uh, the symbols there uh, prophesy. And so why don't you spend this last segment of this first hour talking about God's prophecy value of his feasts and festivals on Arena (laughs)
3: I think, Kaz, um, to, to ask the, the listeners, if they've ever wondered, if you read the Bible, and to, uh, specifically the prophets, it speaks of on this day, in this month, God spoke to the prophet, and he gave a very, very specific message. That's not by happenstance. It, 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 God doesn't do anything just um, by accident. He does things very meticulously. And specifically with the prophets as well. And this this is a tool that we need to learn um, to understand the, the times. Because if you can understand the times, you can align yourself with the times and you can move. Um, better with with how God moves. You you're not going to be counterproductive in the things that you do. If there are cycles in the world, and if there are holy cycles in the world, these things are are, are very very important. And I and and we can move uh, according to that. And I usually explain to people. It this way uh, when it comes to a car. Now uh, in modern times, or in the last 10, 15 years, it's a little bit difficult. Youngsters won't understand the explanation because these days you have to go to a mechanic uh, to to fix the car. You can't do it yourself. But in the old days, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could you, you had a little bit of um, control over your own car. You could fix a few things by yourself. And 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 if something happens and you um, push the the gas and the car just doesn't move or it, 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 it stutters you know it, it, it doesn't move forward what would be the problem Kat? let's say um this happens what would be the first thing that the mechanic will tell you
4: oh
2: goodness i don't I, you're setting me up for something here ah. I, I i don't even know what, what
5: <laughs> Okay. Uh, maybe okay.
2: something like have this you tried I... turning on the key or something like that i don't know <laughs>
3: on everything's working and the car is just not, uh, you know, going the way that it should. This is where I have to thank my, my father for teaching me all these things, you know, how to fix a car and that you can actually service your own car. But anyway, that aside... Usually, what's out is the car's timing. Ah. The car has a spark plugs, and it's got four spark plugs, and that's uh, every spark plug has to spark at a specific time. That's why it's, it's got a timing. If it sparks out of time, then the car is not moving forward. The car can't go, and you and you feel like you you really putting uh, your foot on the gas, and nothing happens. So this guy is going to have to fix. The timing, the moment when the, the sparks and the spark plugs are sparking the way that they should and firing the way that they should, they start moving um, um, an axis and then a wheel and then another wheel and it starts moving the car forward. And if you can hear the, the whole idea, you'll hear wheels within wheels. And that brings us to Jeheskel, to Ezekiel the prophet, where there is a prophecy about the chariot of God and, 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 and these wheels within wheels are moving God's chariot in the world forward. The way that God governs this world, the throne, everything moves forward within these cycles. So these cycles um, are very important also in prophecy itself. Yes. If you go to, to the prophet Haggai, or Haggai, you will also see that he preaches on very specific points. Um, the first falls on the month of Elul, when you have to start fixing yourself, a month before you go to stand before God on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, this is when Haggai the prophet starts speaking. And he says, guys, you... you you built your own houses. Nothing is working. God's house is not built, and you wonder what's going on. So um, try and start understanding what God wants, and then you will get what you want. And He speaks in the times when 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 the Jewish people are actually going into deep deep introspection to search your life and your year to make sure that when you do stand before God on Rosh Hashanah that you are ready to uh to 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 face what's coming and, and and to know that that he will uh, uh god willing give you a favorable hearing so so that's the the prophet and that's why from now onwards when we look at the prophets. You should go see if you can trace it on the Hebrew calendar itself. Like, for example, when when
2: when they spoke, when they they declared the word and and you're saying that there's a very good likelihood that that declaration is really tied to uh, a a month or a season or a time frame uh, and then makes you comprehend a little all the more, I guess. Is that what you're saying?
3: Of course, the foundation that was laid in the Torah and the five books of Moses. The prophets only elaborate on that. And they will only speak um, according to the times that was already the, um, founded when God gave the Torah and uh, way before that when creation, uh, in, in, in the time of creation. So the prophets are coming back and they just, they give you the the signposts, like you said. We have signposts to get to the time itself, physical signposts, but we also have signposts when it comes to time wise to know how to, to align yourself correctly. And this is very important, Cat, because we in, in Ecclesiastes there is uh, it speaks of time. Um, there is a time for this, a time right. for more, time for peace, etc etc. But at the end of that it says in Ecclesiastes three verse fifteen what is was, what will be was. So it means that Everything has been there already. Uh, You just have to understand that, okay, so I have to learn from history. Uh, The present, I can learn from the past so that I can uh, gear myself correctly for the future. Yes. And this is very, very precious for me, um, Kaz. In the ineffable name of God, that we are not allowed to pronounce, um, it is spelled with a yud, and then a hay, and a vav, and then a hay again. So in this... Ineffable name of God, um, all three of these time stages are present. Yes. Um, you have haya, which means the past. You have hove, which means the present to be, and then you have yiye, which is which will be the future. Yes. So within God, within His name, because He this name represents God in in, in, the, in the full capacity that we can never oh. understand.
6: Huh. I love
3: but it. Time. Is built into that name, and and there, which is the, the that takes up the most of this name, is the present, and that's yes. why I want to say we can go into prophecies as much as we want to, and we want to get to every possible conspiracy theory that is out there, <laughs> but but uh. you cannot, you will you will completely. Um, Weal yourself from what needs to happen if you are always trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future and waiting for all these things to happen in the future. Learn from the past. Yes, yes, yes. Be in the present. If you are in the present, that's exactly where you're going to be with God. That's where God resides and then we can move forward.
2: Let let me interject something here because we only have about a... Mm Two minutes left in this entire one first hour, and on arena, I have to say, I always have to say it goes so fast, doesn't it? but this you know we, we've checked a, a couple of them of the boxes off that we wanted to discuss, so we'll have to discuss the others in another uh, another time together, but uh, when you're talking about cycles let me let me share how I use this to help me comprehend it, and then you, we can close with that thought, and you can give your thoughts tied to this, but when you're talking about cycles, God gives us the cycles you see it the sun, the moon, the stars, the months. The years, the repetition of the festivals, and things like that, but it 's not just a circle that goes around uh, on the on the same plane. It's like instead of a circle going around on the same plane, it's like a spring. If you can see a, sp- like envision a, a spring, Correct. a spiral, and you can Correct. put uh, that spring uh, vertically and not horizontally, every time you make a cycle around there, it gets higher and higher and higher up. So you gain revelation each time you go that's through good. this cycle. So that's God's style is to give us these uh, consistent, continuous cycles for us to comprehend things but he just doesn't leave us where we were each time that cycle goes there's a a deeper, heavier, more uh, enlightening lesson to be learned so we've got about one minute left in this entire uh, first uh, uh, hour of Align with Zion so how would you like to leave this but I want you to include your website as well on Arena Chaiman
3: I would just like to, to encourage the listeners that the beauty and how amazing God's God's word and the way that He governs his world, the, the, the cycles, the way that He has embedded all of this and that, he, that it's written in His Word, and that we can just glean from that and learn from that so that we can align ourselves better with it. I think every listener that's listening to this specific um, um, right, radio Cass, show yes. mm-hmm. are, yeah, are people that, that, that really want to understand how they can better their their life um, that God gave them and their worship to God. And, and to understand that, um, Cass, everything is about... Um, aligning yourself correctly. So we've, we've spoken about yes. alignment with the physical place. We now speak about the alignment within yes. the cycles that God moves anyway. Yes, y- You can do whatever you want, but God is moving His way, and I it would be um, proactive for you to actually move with Him.
2: We're going to have to close this hour, but I need to tell you how magnificent you are, and you get, you you help we Gentiles uh, open our eyes about uh, God's truths that He has uh, given through His secret Seasons, his months, his years. So, Honorina, thank you, my friend. I will be right back. This is Come
1: Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the
5: world, world,
1: world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise.
5: I'll tell the world, world, world.
2: And guess what, my listening friends, this is the live portion of the show. Every fourth Saturday, we do a pre-taped uh, broadcast called Align with Zion Hour and Honorina Chaiman from Jerusalem uh, joins with me and we do. She's an Orthodox Jewish sister and she does the teaching from what she calls the Tanakh and I intervene with insights from the what we call Old Testament and we merge together and God's doing some amazing things with Israel and with the Jewish people and things like that. But speaking of the Jewish people and uh, Israel... If you've checked the news, there's some amazing, sad things that are going on. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about that. But before we do, because there was a actually shooting in uh, in Poway, uh, California today, Saturday, the twenty. 20- 7th of April. We're going to talk a little bit about that because it was in a Jewish synagogue. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But let me quickly introduce my guests for this hour, but then we're going to be bringing in people to talk a little bit about the shooting that has just transpired and what God's bigger plan is in the midst of that. So I I want you to meet uh, Dennis and Lelani. Lelani. I'll get it right eventually, Lelani. (laughs) (laughs) Songer, and they have a ministry in San Diego, and Ramona, uh, called the Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries. Good to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And Hi,
6: everybody. Uh,
2: yes, yes, yes. You know, I was saying this is a live broadcast, and sometimes live broadcasts take a little different turn. And uh, thank you for allowing us to deal with this uh, newsy topic right now. It's a Absolutely. sad story, but I think we'll see God's intervention in the midst of it. And you, you're welcome, Lilani and Dennis to jump in as well as we do some color yeah. commentary on this. But speaking of Dennis, I want to introduce a couple of people that are on the line that can speak to this tragedy that just occurred. And actually, it, it just happened earlier today, and it was uh, the close of the Passover, the Jewish celebration of the Passover. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But I want to introduce some people that have some insights on this uh, kind of thing. Uh, I want you to meet Dennis Hodges. He's the pastor and leader of Yeshua HaMashiach, does that sound like a Jewish congregation? He did that on purpose. Dennis, how are you doing, my friend?
4: I'm blessed and faithful, my brother. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Now, before we jump into things, I want to introduce the other person we have on the phone line, Earl Clampett with Simple Truth Ministries, and uh, he's a guy who sees Jew and Gentile coming together as one new man. Earl, how are you doing?
5: Well, um, I guess okay under the circumstances. This today was a, a shocking, uh, shocking turn of events, but uh, we're we're keeping it together.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, let me set the stage for this, and uh, I, my my guests on on this show will be able to to chime in as well. Earl Clampett, Simple Truth Ministries, Dennis Hodges, Yeshua Hamashiach, and uh, Dennis and Le- 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 Lani, Uh Well, we'll get it right eventually. <laughs> uh, awesome. A songer uh, with. Uh, uh, Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries. Now, let me give you the news here, my friend, if you haven't heard it yet. Today, this afternoon, but pro- this actually late morning, probably around 1130 or so, a shooter made his way into a synagogue in Poway, and he opened fire, and uh, four people were in- injured. One of them was a- an elderly lady who actually has now passed away. And, uh, and and the event is so new that they haven't accumulated any of the ulterior motives or anything this behind this. Uh, but he has been captured. He was a young man, and he was actually captured. We'll find. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. But I had a chance to dig into some history, and it's not distant history. Six months ago, at the say on the same uh, six months ago to the day, uh, in uh, in. Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, there was uh, a, a, a killings in a, a place called Tree of Life Jewish Synagogue. I want to tell you this up front, that's not the same Tree of Life that is in San Diego in La Mesa. It's a different uh, Tree of Life ministry, but uh, th- at that time, 11 people were killed and seven injured in Pittsburgh in uh, the Tree of Life uh, Jewish Synagogue there. But then back up uh, to more recent times, you have uh, Resurrection Sunday April 21st. That was just this last Sunday. And Sri, La- Sri Lanka, you had 250 people killed in Sri Lanka. Uh, uh, three Christian churches were attacked, and, and uh, carnage resulted as a, as a result of that. Of course, they apprehended the people there as well, and they, uh, I, I think they killed them or many of them uh, in, in, in the Sri Lanka area. And then here, here we go today. The April 27th and Dennis Hodges will give us insights on this as well but this is the close of the Passover Jewish celebration this is the major time frame one of the most significant celebrations in the Jewish faith and in the Christian faith as well the Passover we know about that the Passover lamb who was slain for us and there's certainly a message here in the frequency and the target of these different bombings or killings or shootings all these different things and uh, the one, Dennis Hodges. This speaks to me. Uh, that the enemy knows his time is short. You want to speak very briefly about this, and then I'm going to have Earl Clampett, who's invested much of his life on the unity in the body of Christ, but also Jew and Gentile as one new man. So, uh, would you do do us the favor, Dennis Hodges, of
4: uh, yeah, 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 yeah? I want to say this first. I want to say this first. Kaz, that we should we need to pray for the family members uh, that are mourning at that time right now because of what has happened. Uh, and, and also, when you when you study God's holy writ, you can see it as clear as day in Second Timothy chapter 3. It talks about, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves and lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous. Is verse four it says treacherous, and what has happened today was treacherous, and and I need to say this too, it's gonna get worse before it gets better, because the Lord is drawing near, and and he's trying, he not trying, but he wants to get the attention of his people. Now he doesn't have to get a, get the attention of his people with with all of this that's going on, but only the the devil can only do what the Lord allows him to do, and and our our, our fight in this is to stay prepared stay girded, stay guarded, stay strengthened in the Lord, and to not be surprised when this kind of thing happens. Uh, at the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach, we we prepare ourselves. Um, as you know, I worked in law enforcement for 32 years. I don't leave home without mine. <laughs> so, so Yeah, I don't leave home without mine. Uh, and I'm not going to let no one come in and harm nobody at the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll be, so, so I'm prepared to deal with whatever comes my way. But all churches, everybody, the church used to be a safe place, but now Hasatan is turning up the heat, and because he's turning up the heat, because he knows that his days are drawing near as well. Yes, yes. Uh, One of the things yeah, that I so noticed we, in the
2: article here, here, Dennis, and that was uh, I think other churches and, and synagogues are uh, aware of this as well. In fact, this synagogue, it was called the Shabbat uh, Synagogue in Poway. There was an actual Border Patrol agent who was actually in the services he was off duty but he had his weapon with him and he was able to fire off a round into the car of the individual who fled away but the individual was apprehended very shortly thereafter so he is uh, has been apprehended. We we will look at the news and see how this story unfolds. Let, let me get Earl Clampett in here with the Simple Truth Ministries Earl you've spent a lot of time and your heart is really tied to Israel and the Jewish people. What did you think and actually you live pretty close to where this event happened. Uh, give us brief insight here. And my listening friend, just for your information, uh, we're going to probably extend this segment a little bit. And uh, the songers have been very gracious in here. And I'm going to have you guys give some insights as well, uh, Dennis and Alani as well. But Earl Clampus, insights.
5: Well, we heard uh, about 1130 this morning a uh, police helicopter um, from our kitchen window. We were only about uh, less than a mile and a half from where it actually occurred. And we heard all kinds along Pomeroy Avenue—the fire trucks, and then the and then the paramedics, and then the, every private ambulance they could get. And and I said to my wife, I said, you know, I think there may be a really serious car accident. And and it was almost like she was prophetic. And she looked at me and she said, it's probably a shooting. Oh my! And I and I and I just went. And it, it hit me like what? And sure enough, we we found out later that's exactly what it was. Um. I I really agree with both what you said, Kaz, and what uh, Dennis Hodges said about um, Satan knowing that his time is short, and he's pulling out all the stops. And behind the scene, behind the curtain, there's something much much larger happening here in the in the kingdom sense, in the spiritual sense, and that is God is um, kneading together, kneading with a K, weaving together of uh, unique relationships between his uh, Hebrew children and his Gentile children. Yes, yes. And, and there's something that's so uniquely sovereign in this bringing of these two together. It's, it's um, no longer a theory about what it says in Ephesians chapter 2 and 3 about uh, one new man in Messiah. And, and as this coming together of the two camps, so to speak, and the breaking down of the wall of enmity between them goes on, um, there's more and more uh, understanding that we are truly members of one family because yes. whether we're jew or whether we're Gentile, we both have the same we both have the same father yes. and and we both have the same big brother who brings us to who brings us to the to the father. And in essence, what the bottom line is is that, as this progress moves forward at bringing Jew and Gentile together in a sovereign way, Satan is pulling out all the stops that I've got to somehow um, create a stumbling block, somehow be an obstacle, somehow be a hindrance. And it doesn't matter what he does.
2: That's right, and it doesn't. what's
5: going to happen here, I really sense this, that there are going to be new relationships.
2: Exactly. Uh, that which or, the enemy thought for evil, God is used for the good.
5: There you go. Earl Clampett. I sense Go I'm
2: going to give you some more time on this, but I wanted to uh, involve the people that are actually sitting in the studio with me. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, also, another Dennis, Dennis Hodges. This, uh, I want to I want to bring in uh, Dennis and Lilani um songer and their their ministry listen to the name of their ministry is called kingdom bridge builders ministry so i think all these things dovetail and the enemy didn't even know that we we're going to be talking about this and be prepared to talk about it in this light so dennis songer what what are your insights that i'm gonna have with that well i mean this as well. just
7: reaffirms the need for um for uh, kingdom moves um You know, God called us into into this particular ministry about a year and a half ago. And what it's designed to do is to build bridges not only between Jew and Gentile, but between different congregations that may have that may keep themselves separate as a result of, you know, doctrinal, different you know, pre-trib, post-trib, whatever it is. But it's also building bridges between age groups. That's right. Because the the millennials of today, they feel they feel like they want to get, spend time with the Lord out in, in different groups outside of the church where the traditionals want to be inside of the group. Yes. And our job is to bring them together. Exactly.
2: and so, You know, interestingly enough, my listening friend, it is actually events like this. The enemy means for evil, but it, it really brings people uh, into the environment. When 9-11 happened, I mean, the churches were heavily populated and it didn't last. But I think people are starting to get the idea that, that, that there's real supernatural things going on. Yeah. Uh, Lilani, any, any insights as we dive back into this topic?
6: You know, every time we see the enemy's hand at, you know, at large, we always remember who is really in charge, <laughs> that's right? right? And that's God. And we know that God is providing ways for each and every one of us to come together. He's <coughs> opening up the doors um, for us to step through. He's removing the enemy line. We we were just talking about it on the way here. How you know we are called to bring people together, all kinds of people yes. of, of the body. But introducing the relationship that God has called us into, which is a personal one. Yes. And when we all understand that, then there's what is it that stands in the way?
2: That's exactly right. And what stands in the way? You, when, you, when you are a devout believer in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you realize that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord anyway. So we've got, a, we've got some obedience to do here in the, in, the, in, the, in the midst of all these atrocious things that are coming to pass. And I'm going to have uh, uh, Dennis Hodges and Earl Clampett uh, chime in a little bit here. And I know we're going a little bit over in the first segment. But we're going to just do that. And then we're going to take the commercial break later and truncate things uh, as we go. But let me, uh, uh, Dennis, before you jump in and Earl, I just had an opportunity to talk with a good friend of all of ours. And that's Joel, uh, Rabbi Joel Lieberman. And he is uh, the rabbi of the Tree of Life uh, ministry outreach synagogue in La Mesa. My listening friend, be be aware of this. When I say tree of life in La Mesa, this is not the same tree of life that was in Pittsburgh that was attacked uh, um, recently as well, th- th- six months ago to the day. This is not that same one, but they have that common denominator of, uh, as we say, Yeshua HaMashiach, so, Dennis Hodges, uh, what are your insights here? We, we want to keep it fairly brief because we have the rest of the show to deal with. But Dennis Hodges uh, leading the Yeshua HaMashiach ministry. What, what, part of the, what part of San Diego is this? East County?
4: It's in Lemon Grove, Lemon Grove. Uh, 1819 Inglewood Drive, okay. Uh, um, uh, 91945.
2: Okay. Quick insights, Dennis Hodges.
4: You know, you know, Kaz. Uh, you one might ask, when did Hasatan first realize that his time was short? And uh, by that, he's it, talking
2: about the the, the the Satan or Satan himself or the devil. So, yeah, the go, man, go ahead, yeah, ha- Dennis.
4: Ha meaning the Satan, meaning the devil, right? When did he realize that his time was coming short? Did his did this knowledge come to him over the past century, uh, or did it did it just come to him? Uh, to, today or did it just come to him three or four centuries ago? This came to him in heaven when he got kicked out. <laughs> That's right. He knew, that, he, he knew that his time. He knew that his time was going to draw short. And now that we've gone through the centuries and we've we've went, we've went through millenniums and that sort of thing, he knows. He knows. But here's the thing: he's clever. And he's strategic. Therefore, we have to be clever and strategic. When he comes up against us, we have to have discernment. That's why you got to learn your enemy. I mean, we study to show ourselves approved prove under Jehovah that we need not be ashamed so we can rightly divide the truth. We study God's holy writ, but we need to study him as well. Every year, I do a whole month, and I'm going to start doing more in the whole month, just on him. Yes. So that, my, so that my congregants can have an understanding of who he That's is. That's right. Scripture says, you know, Dennis, yeah, he, Dennis, the he, Scripture he, says, he,
2: be not ignorant of his devices. And I, I apologize for cutting you short. I, I'm seriously over the, the break time here. So I, I'm going to have Earl give his insights here, and then I have to uh, cut to the commercial break. And thank you guys for spending some time with us. Earl, why don't you uh, give give us about a two-minute prayer o- o- over what has happened here and uh, uh, strengthen our listeners as to the fact that God is in control for Hebrew, for the Hebrew people, uh, and for uh, the, the Gentile believers as well, lay it on us, Earl Clampett.
5: Well, Father God, I would just ask that you, we're going to the courts of heaven. We ask that you would issue an order that says, uh, basically, we, as Gentile brothers of our Hebrew brothers, um, need to take advantage of this opportunity, and within the next forty-eight hours. If there is a vigil, if there is a uh, a memorial service uh, on a group setting, uh, show up in droves. We ought to show up in droves and to communicate our support of our Jewish communities and say that it isn't us, and we stand with you. And the Jews are not used to that, and we need to change that paradigm. And Father, give us that opportunity. So. If the, uh, if the JDL uh, 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 organizes something here with the local communities, help us to find out and to show up and to go and to press the flesh and look people in the eye and say, we are with you, but we are suffering with you. Uh, uh, it is also is everybody's loss. Yes. And we will be there for you. And Thank so, you. Uh, Father, I would just ask that, You would actually, in reality, pull together what the name of this radio show is, which is Come Together. San Diego. Oh, my, my. We pray all these opportunities in Jesus' in name. Jesus' name. Earl Amen.
2: Clampett, Simple Truth Ministries, thank you, my brother. And Dennis Hodges, Yeshua HaMashiach, thank you for joining us as well for some tremendous insights. And I'm going to let you guys go, and uh, uh, I think we're going to get back into the show, Dennis and Lilani Sanger, Kingdom Bridge, Bu- uh, Bridge Builders Ministries. We're going to talk about this and other things in the segments that remain. So my listening friends, we will be right back. This
1: is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: Welcome back to a show that uh, we had to throw big parts of the script away because of uh, current events that happened in San Diego and Poway a shooting in a synagogue in Poway. And we had to cover a bit about that. Hope the insights were helpful to you. But I think it was not only... Uh, Uh, interesting but also timely because of the people that we actually have in the studio that we're going to devote the rest of the show around. I I want to reintroduce uh, Dennis and the Lonnie Songer of Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries. And uh, I I, I know that this is the kind of thing you were saying during the break that we have to be geared up for and this is going to be uh, 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 a Something that that can link us together rather than to tear us apart. Dennis, thoughts on that? Now, i will speaking.
7: speak? Well, it. well, I mean, the first priority of our ministry is to is to strengthen the body of Christ, is to uh, bring people together as and know their identity in Christ. Yes, to where they can walk in this kingdom and they can and they can see these things happening and they know how to handle it based on Jesus' model. Yes,
6: yeah, you know, Leilani? one of the things that we talk about a lot is just um, unveiling the lies and revealing the truth.
2: Unveiling the lies and revealing the truth. Mm-hmm. My, my! I mentioned in an earlier uh, segment that we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. We need to be aware of that, but we also exactly. need to be aware of whom we serve.
6: Right, yes. right. There's a lot of people out there that may not even understand who... They are yet yeah. in their identity with Christ. And so that's part of our job is to help people understand who they really are and who Jesus says they are. Yes. You know, the whole I am list it exactly. applies to each and every one of us.
2: And I appreciate the name of your ministry. I, I Let me break it down into the various words that are involved in this title of uh, the name of your ministry. Kingdom Bridge Builders ministries. And so I, each one of those words is power packed and you chose them carefully. I'm sure you did, Dennis. Actually, we didn't even choose them. <laughs> oh, we, we were actually
7: in prayer and the Lord gave us a word and he says, I have another ministry for you and it's called Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministry. Yes. And then we said, okay, now what do we do with it? And we heard nothing. Cricket. And it was literally, it was literally about six or seven months later, we were actually at a had a 12 hour worship at Bethel Church in Reading, California. Yes, and about three hours into it, he said, This is what I want you to do is to bring this back to join the body of Christ together in worshiping me. Yes, to start with, yes. and then that led to everything else. And you guys are located in Ramona, we're actually located in Lakeside. Lakeside, um, and because we work all we, we do this all over the county, but God's told us about probably six months ago that I want you to go to Ramona and I want you to make an impact up there. I have a mm-hmm. ministry for Take you. Take
6: back right. the territory. That's, That's good. exactly what he's yeah. saying. Yeah.
7: I, 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 yeah.
2: I appreciate uh, seeing you. I You know, I you, you and I, you guys and I, all, we like to go, as well as my producer, Neil Fraser, we like to go to events where it's intermingled with believers of yeah. all, all different uh, denominations. Mm-hmm. We like to hang there because that's really where our hearts are, 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 also the whole idea of bridge building. This is the environment where you guys want to go. Any other thoughts on that? I see you are at the right place at the right time for doing this, knitting people together beyond denominational lines and beyond preconceived doctrines and things like that. Lilani any thoughts on that?
6: Well, yeah, we just keep reminding people that the enemy wants to um, show what we have to divide us. Yes, but, and
2: divide and conquer, right? Yeah. But
6: God's like, no, that is that is the lie.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And so we just want people again to understand that there's truth, and we want to show them the truth, yes, and yes, so yes, we yes. want to set people free. And,
7: and, and you know, one of the things that one of the things that the enemy does is that he 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 calls us by our sin and Jesus calls a spire name. Oh, and so, so whatever is going on in our life, he always wants us to focus back on ourselves, focus back on our um, you know the way we've handled it in the past instead of reaching for the father. Yes. And so what we do is we help people understand who they are and understand who is with them, the Holy Spirit that's inside of them and how to hear the Holy Spirit so they can constantly reach and partner with the Holy Spirit to do His will.
2: Yes. Dennis, you mentioned a phrase there, and I'm going to use this to set the stage for our next segment. You talked about the lessons we learned in our past, and God doesn't want us to, to sweep them under a carpet. He wants us to use those to build upon God's principles that can yes. be found in dealing properly with them. Yes. So, Dennis and Leilani, uh Songer, I'm going to have you join us in the other segments. We're going to talk further about these things when Lilani, Dennis, and Kaz come right back.
0: Hi, San Diego. This is Pastor Larry Peltier of Beach Chapel, Encinitas. Lord, we pray for grace and favor for all of San Diego. All those who are homeless, who are sick, who need help, we just thank you, God. Come together, San
1: Diego, with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise.
2: Hey there, friends. We're back again for another segment with Dennis and Lalani Songer, heads of the Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries. The last segment we had a phrase that we use, and we're going to use this, Dennis and Alani, to, to launch off on this segment. And that phrase was that there are lessons that we learn from the mistakes of our past, and the tendency is to say, I'm... I, Forget about it, done deal, go on from here, but God wants to use those things as building tools, and when you recall them, it helps you get your focus where God wants you to have your focus. So we want to talk a little bit about that in this segment and also talk a little bit about the the real vision behind what you guys do about you know make a personal relationship between the Savior and each individual to set them free uh, and be healed, but also to make them invaluable
7: tools. To bring the kingdom together. Dennis, why don't you start and your your beloved can. Well, well, you know, in scripture, Jesus came up with, I think it's around 160 different scriptures that says who we are. Yes. It's called the I am list. It's pretty clear that who he says we are. And there's so many people out there that are walking in this, walking through life thinking they have to do it all of their own or they're distant from a father. They see him as a tyrant. And so when they when we when we direct them back to that I am list that where Jesus says who they are they start to realize that I'm a child of the most high. Yeah. I walk in authority. What I say when I dec- when I declare something, it's already been declared in heaven. When I loose something, it's already been loosed in heaven. When it's when I bind something as it pertains to the enemy, it's already been bound in heaven. That's very good and Lelani said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <clears throat> I'm just thinking about everything that that he's saying and just God uses our past to to set others free. So we become more experienced and know that because we've been set free we we have been charged to set others free.
2: Yes, you know there's a scripture that I think it's in one of the first or second Corinthians, Corinthians it says these things happened unto them talking about Moses and those guys for example Unto to us upon whom the ends of the age are come. But those examples that happened unto them were not always uh, gold, golden uh, events that are memorable. There are no. things that, where the, the Hebrews uh, made mistakes, and those mistakes are actually building blocks for us to understand so we don't make those same mistakes again. So you're exactly right,
7: and, and Where do you want to take this, Dennis? Well, I, I will tell you, when we're talking about the events that we have in the past, you know it's one thing for for us to get help around that but there's still a memory that's left from the past yes and 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 those memories that aren't dealt with they're they're vulnerable places to that that come up in our life later on in life where the enemy can pull on and so one of the things that we do is we help people go back to those memories and rewrite those memories to where now all of a sudden i've been healed in that place it's not a vulnerable place for the enemy anymore and now i can use that the lord can use me for ministry from that.
2: Oh, my. You know, and, and I'm thinking about in the natural, and you're uh, in, involved in medical-related things and things like that, but in the natural then, then the spiritual, when you have an injury like a break or something like that, when it heals, that area where it was broken and is heals is actually stronger than yes. other parts of the body, and you can apply that truth exactly. to, to spiritual things as well or mistakes <clears throat> that you've made. If you reconcile them with God, they can actually be your tool to bring other people past yes. that isn't that right, Leilani?
6: Exactly. I mean, I was just hearing, you know, when we are weak, he is strong. Uh-huh. And so he makes us strong in those places where we were weak, yes. were, past tense. <laughs>
7: exactly <laughs> nice. right. Yes yes, yeah. yes, yes, So, I mean, you know, the one of the phrases that I love to use, that we use, is that he's He's a God of miracles. Yes. There, there's nothing that's so bad in our past that... that that he doesn't have a plan for, that he can't deliver us from. Even from the memory of that, the way it comes up inside of us, he can help us realize that he was there with us all the time.
2: Yes, yes, yes. We're going to have, we have a few more minutes in this segment, but don't let me forget. Don't let me forget before we finish this segment. I want to have, how about Lilani? Why don't, why don't you pray over the people that are listening for God to heal those broken places and let's see what the Holy Spirit does in light of that to, to, as we end this segment in a few minutes. So uh, which one of you has some more things to say about this.
6: I was just thinking how Jesus came before the foundation of time to set us free. Like he had that in in works like planned out and so before we even were born before we even made our first sin before we we walked in the darkness he had already set us free
2: and, and it's kind of like he he's the master planner he goes okay that that sin that uh, er, errant behavior is going to be used to launch other people out of that errant behavior i look at the apostle paul he did a lot of things that were adverse to the the faith yeah. and god used that as a stepping stone to bring so many more people yeah. into the kingdom because of his past he could uh, he could write with with the uh, Write with a vengeance, basically, and write the truths deeply like uh, other apostles could not do. And because of his shaded past, God used that to change lives in the
7: present and into the future, Dennis. And and you know what? Something I want to remind the listeners that, that we use quite often is that, you know what? We are children, of the most high God. Yes. If the, if the king of another country was going to send a son or a daughter someplace else to negotiate an oil deal, when the deal was done, that son or that daughter would sign it or stamp it with a ring that uh-huh. would say that this deal, because I'm representing the king. And, yes. and, and, and the Holy Spirit that's inside of us is that seal of our inheritance. And so when we speak things in this kingdom, when I come up to you and you have a hurt elbow and I say, all pain go, it has to go because I'm speaking the authority of the kingdom.
2: That's right. And d- during the break, uh, Lelania L- was getting a f- few cough attacks going on there. And so we just took authority over exactly. that. And we just prayed oh, 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 over her and said, Father, intervene in her behalf. And thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for that. Yes. Okay, we have about a minute or so left. I'm going to invite you, Lilani okay. Songer, uh, of Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministry. We talked about the inner healing and how this is going to be used uh, in your life, my listening friend, to strengthen you beyond your expectations. Now, we're going to put this, you know, we talk about things, but sometimes we need to declare them or speak into them. And I'm going to have Lilani yes. in the remainder minute or two left in this segment to pray into that and speak into that on your behalf. And then let's see what Holy Spirit does. We're expecting major healings uh, to you even through the airwaves right now as you listen to this broadcast or the podcast of this broadcast. You know what I would say yes, is, is
7: just close your eyes and open your hands and, and put yourself in a posture of receiving. Unless you are driving your car. Yeah, and don't do that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, little Thank you, Lord. We just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for how much you love each and every one of us and how you have gone um, to us and you meet us where we're at, Lord, that nothing that we have done is ever too much for you, that you can come in in a place and set us free. You, you know, I, I just ask right now that you do heart surgery over each and every person that's listening right now and who will be listening um, in the future. Lord, we just thank you for just taking away the pain of the past and reminding us of those people that we need to forgive. Not only do we need to forgive them, but to also forgive ourselves for anything that we have done in the past. Lord, because the unforgiveness is what holds us in captivity and that's what the enemy wants and so we just bind the yes. enemy right now we bind satan mm-hmm. and every lie that he has spoken over us yes even before we even understood who it was that was speaking into our ear lord we just bind it and we cast it out we rebuke you satan yes right yes. now in, in jesus, jesus name in jesus and name. we are set free because <laughs> jesus has come to set us free he came yes. and he conquered and he has come into us with the helper so that we can set the captives free.
2: Very good. Yes. My listening friend, I want you to do this right now. I want you to take a deep breath. As you take a deep breath, understanding that as you exhale, you're exhaling the, the bad stuff, right. and Holy Spirit is, as you inhale again, Holy yes. Spirit is coming in in a new and fresh way. New We're breath. doing this in a, in a natural sense to, to illustrate a supernatural event that's happening in yes. your life right now. Ready?
6: <sighs>
7: <sighs> yes, thank you, Lord.
6: Yes. Thanks. Thank you,
2: Jesus. My listening friend, Holy Spirit is doing some amazing things in you right now. We talked about forgiving other people, but one of the big points, and Lalani just made this, is that it's sometimes even harder to forgive ourselves. We need to realize that God has forgiven us, and if God has forgiven us, how dare we not forgive ourselves? So, my listening friend, we're going to talk more about this in the last segment. And uh, Leilani and Dennis Songer of Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries, we're going to go even a little bit deeper, talk a little bit about the Ramona focus that they're doing and how all these things are going to impact you. So, Lilani, Dennis, and Kaz will be right back.
1: More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Phrase. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise.
2: And we are back with Leilani and Dennis Songer of the Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries. And we've uh, made some major inroads, haven't we, Leilani and Dennis? Well, what we're going to do and we're going to, we're going to, you know, this, I like to look at these segments as kind of a run on sentence. (laughs) So what we're going to do in this segment, my friends, we're going to put a period at the end of this sentence and uh, kind of give you some closure on some of the things that we have shared with you throughout. And I think you're going to really appreciate that because, you know, we've set the stage, we've teased you a little bit on certain things, and we want to bring these things to a conclusion. For you, we've talked. One of the things I think that we really spoke to in the last segment, Lilani, was it's important for us to remember to forgive ourselves as well. And Dennis had some thoughts on that as well. Dennis,
7: yeah, I mean, quite often the enemy wants us to be held hostage by um, by our past. In other words, he'll say that you know he, you you have to get your house in order before you can come to the Father uh-huh. or before he can use you, and that is absolutely not true. I mean, it's all through the Bible. You know, we all these knuckleheads were throughout the whole place. And that <laughs> seems to where he goes. And so, you know what? You come to him and he and he gives you the renewing of the mind. And that's how you get your house clean.
2: Exactly. So it's not it's and this is the old the biblical truth. It's not what you can do. Right. It's what God can do through you. Exactly. exactly. So Lalani, any further thoughts on that?
6: No, I'm just thinking he's such a wonderful father. And yes. I mean, if you in the natural, you think about how much as a parent, you know, how much you love your children, just magnify that on how much God loves us. And when we have our own children, we don't wait for them to be perfect before we love them. Right. We love them.
2: We'd be waiting a long time, right? We (laughs) love them from the
6: moment that they were born Yes, and God created us. And so he loved us before we even were, before we even knew yes. that we existed.
2: And he for, Scripture says He formed us in our mother's room but you know
6: right.
2: we didn't have a, a clue. And already, we, had we had
6: nothing to do with we it. We
2: had nothing to do with it <laughs> but He has built within us certain character traits and some of those things we're going to learn lessons about not doing. Maybe they were embedded from some of our the things in our, our past exactly. or the heritage right. of our past but but He, he knows the, the solid gold that is in there yeah. and He is investing His time to dig through all that cradola and bring forth the solid gold in our lives so this is one of the things that you spend a great deal of time face to face with other people when you talk about you know building the bridges one with another and within the church environment and things like that Uh, let's talk a little bit I I know you I see you around different denominations and different churches or the church collective in San Diego County what's your thought your vision uh, Dennis and Lanani, about uh, what God is doing in San Diego County to bring people together beyond denominational lines or different People with different, you know, I have this believe in pre trib post-trip, mid trib or you can lose your salvation or you can't lose your salvation. God's going, ha, 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 stop it, guys. Right.
7: Listen uh, and watch me. So what are you seeing happening in the body of Christ in San Diego, Dennis? Well, it, you know, it says in scripture that it's not unity of word that he seeks. It's unity of faith. Ooh. You know, he brings us together. So our, our ministry is not about bringing anybody out of their church or taking them away from their church. What we want to do is have everybody come together as a family, as the body of did Christ. Did you say come together? Mm-hmm. Come together. Come together? Yeah, as in come right, together, was, in San Diego? Are you yeah. good at that? Oh,
2: very okay. well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dennis. You know, to, to have
7: everybody come together as the body of Christ. Yeah. And in that place, we worship the Father. We, we fellowship together. We get strong together. We learn about who we are, our identity is. Yes. Leilani?
6: No, And then just learning about how to be intimate with the Father. I mean, yes. having that personal relationship, you know, God is not about religion. People say, oh, you know, I'm not religious. And I always say God isn't either. <laughs> yeah. You know, he wants a personal relation just yes. like you and I have. That's what he wants with us. Yeah. And he says it's not a one-way conversation. It's a two-way conversation. Stop. And listen, because he really has something to say.
2: So so let's define that. Let's define the difference between, quote, unquote, religion and relationship. Give me your take on this, Lilani, and I'll have Dennis do the yeah. same. Well,
6: religion means that we have to do X, Y, and Z. We have the, all these rules and laws that we need to follow, and we have to be good enough, and we have to like cross all our T's and dot all our I's. Yes. But, but when it comes to a personal relationship, he wants us to fall in love with him. Oh. He wants us to be... Um, in, in such a place that we crave Him every second of every day, yes. and that we cannot live life without Him, that's what He wants for us. He wants to put that craving in our heart, and He and He has it for us. All we have to do is just remove the blinders, Ooh. take the stuff out of our ears that uh-huh. are clogging it, and open our hearts. Yes, to my listening friend,
2: them. I hope you're paying attention to this. We're, you've gotten some major keys here. The difference between religion and relationship uh, is the difference between uh, God's plans and church. You know, and and so uh, many pastors uh, really have a heart cry for building the relationship. And I think God is doing a training to those in the church environment that do not have that to understand that this is not built on church rules, regulations, or this denominational thing, or this, you know, this, this doctrinal thing. It is built on relationship and God will take it from there. Dennis,
7: I know you want to expand further yeah, on this. I mean I, you know it's like the original creation. When God made Adam, it says he walked in the garden with him mm-hmm. in the cool of the day. You know, and that's and when Christ died on the cross and he was resurrected, he brought us back to that original creation. Yes. You know, and so it's like this intimacy with a with with the Holy Spirit and this intimacy with the Father that we're able to have in that place. And and, and you know the beautiful thing about it is is that in that intimacy, we receive so much from our Father that we're able to release it on other places where we go. It's, it's not about how we say it. It's not about the works that we did or the checklist that we did. Mm-hmm. It's just the presence of that relationship that's over us, that love that we're able to carry in every place that we go. Our kids see it. Our workplace see it. And people are attracted to it. It's not because we have a speaker or we're handing out paperwork. Not that that's, not, that's bad. It's just that that love that comes off of us, right. that, that Father spirit, that mother spirit that that we laugh because we're like this mother and father that has backstage passes to pretty much anything. (laughs) We can walk into anywhere, and the Holy Spirit leads us right into the place where we need to be to be able to do His work.
2: Yes, you know, the Scripture says, behold how they love one another, not not behold how they proselytize one another, behold how they change the doctrinal thinking of one another. It is the love factor, and that love factor is the thing that draws God's church together. And we talk about Jew and Gentile, the love thing for we Christians uh, that are going to impact the uh, Orthodox Jew is not going to be, here's what Scripture says, and here's what the New, right. S- New Testament says, and here's where you missed it, and here's where you shouldn't miss the next time. It is, behold how they love one another, my brother, my sister. And this goes beyond just uh, Jew and Gentile. It goes in, in the ethnic groups and everything else. I love you, uh, and God loves you, yeah. and let me share with you what that just might look
7: like. Exactly. So that, so that brings us to Ramona. You know, yes. we and
2: we've got about two minutes, yeah, and I okay, want so, other plans too. So go okay, ahead. Okay, so we
7: we were asked. Uh, we were God told us to go up to Ramona, and and where He literally has brought us to is not only that community, but there's rehabs up there of people that are that are so lost and 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 they so crave the Father. And there's and there's different places up there where He's literally placed us in to be able to share this good news yes. to teach them how to hear him and how to walk in this identity of him yes. so they can represent the father and that's what we're up there doing
2: yes and Facebook you, you can find out more about your ministry yes. uh, on Facebook the Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministries tell us
7: briefly about that Kingdom Bridge Builders Ministry is is a ministry that's all through the county but specifically at this moment up in Ramona yeah. that what we're trying to do is through, through worships oh. through barbecues through, through places where we can come in and, and people that need that to be set free oh, we're able so to set them free from their from their past we're able to heal the the broken-hearted to heal the the physical needs of people
2: yes little long finish this off because I I have a task for Dennis as we close this segment I want him to speak life to the listeners but a very brief comment and I'm going to hand it back to Dennis just
6: keep your ears open because God's called us to set up a freedom room up there in Ramona. And that's a place where you can come and receive prayer, healing, inner healing, physical healing. And also, um, we're also called to have like a midweek service out there where we'll be able to worship together, Mm, fellowship, fill the people's hearts up and send them back into the churches (laughs) and set a fire.
2: That's so good. That's so good. Okay. We've got one minute. I want you to speak Dennis into the listeners lives and hearts and, uh,
7: Speak life into our listeners right now in a minute. So, Lord, thank you for the way that you pursue us. Thank you for the way that your love just takes over our life, Lord, and sets us free. Lord, right now in Jesus' name, I just declare a covering over this community, over this county, over all that is going on out here, Lord. Give us, a, give us a spirit that is able to see what you're doing, Lord, and let us reach for that. Not our own agendas, but what you have in mind, Lord. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I come against any lies of the enemy that any of us have, brought, have bought into, Lord. Lord. I come against the, the the spirit of fear, the spirit of religion. I come against the physical ailments that we've, we've made agreements with Lord. I come against yes, yes, the yes. wounds of our childhood, Lord, specifically in men, Lord, that, that have kept them separate from being the fathers that they needed to be or the husbands that they needed to be. Lord, I just speak life into this community. I speak life into the family. I speak life into the children and I speak life into the body of Christ and those that are lost and broken brokenhearted, Lord. Let us come together, Lord, in your name. Let us come together, Lord, in Jesus' name. And
2: all my listening friends for Come Together San Diego said, Amen. Amen. My listening friend, we're out of time. Uh, Thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. More next week, as usual. So be watching and listening. God's on the move in your life and the people to your left and to your right so that we can all come together, San Diego. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.